0: Hey, good morning, and welcome to A Verse, A Comment, A Prayer Blessing. Today is February 2nd, 2024, and we are continuing our study through the book of 1 Samuel, and we're going to revisit some of the passage that we looked at yesterday, just because there's so much material there. Uh, I do want to begin by just uh, uh, mentioning a few things. One, sorry that this is coming a little bit later in the day than normal. Um, Haven't felt great this week, and so I appreciate your patience. Uh, The second thing is... Uh, I just would love to ask you to share these devotionals with anyone and everyone um, who you feel will be blessed by them um, as, as I mentioned before um, while the newsletter uh, has some new things in development um, there's a there's like a paid subscriber option things like that for some of the other resources uh, this devotional itself is going to remain free and accessible to everyone and um, Uh, And so you can promote this. You can invite people to subscribe. They can subscribe for free. Uh, Subscription there just means that they're going to receive it in their email. And so I just would ask you to help promote the work through um, sharing it with your friends and family, uh, members at church, things like that. So if you found it to be beneficial to you, uh, just ask you to share it with others. So uh, with that said, we're going to be back in 1 Samuel chapter 2, looking at verses 27-36. I'm going to reread the passage that we read yesterday uh, where we focused on Eli and the response that he had to the man of God uh, confronting him, and then we're going to uh, do a little bit more of what we call a, a theological reading of the passage in light of some of the things that we see uh, this passage um, speaking of. Uh, in relationship to the rest of uh, Scripture, so 1 Samuel chapter two, verses twenty-seven through thirty-six, and there was a man of God, uh, and there came a man of God to Eli and said to him, "Thus says the Lord: Did I indeed reveal myself to the house of your father?" When you were in Egypt, subject to the house of Pharaoh, did I choose him out of the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to burn incense, to wear my ephod before me? I gave to the house of your father all my offerings by fire from the people of Israel. Why then do you scorn my sacrifices and my offerings that I commanded for my dwelling and honor your sons above me by fattening the, yourselves on the choicest parts of of every offering of my people Israel. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel declares, I promise that your house and the house of your father should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. For those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be little esteemed. Behold, the days are coming when I will cut off your strength and the strength of your father's house, so that there will not be an old man in your house. Then in distress you will look with envious eyes on all the prosperity that shall be bestowed on Israel, and there shall not be an old man in your house forever. The only one of you whom I shall not cut off from my altar shall be spared to weep his eyes out, to grieve his heart, and all the descendants of your house shall die by the sword of men. And this shall come upon your sons, Hopney and Phineas, Shall be the, the and this that shall come upon your sons, Hophni and Phineas, shall be the sign to you. Both of them shall die on the same day, and I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and mine. I will build him a sure house, and he shall go in and out before my anointed forever. And everyone who is left in your house shall come to implore him. For a piece of silver or a loaf of bread, and shall say, Please put me in one of the priest's places that I may eat a morsel of bread. So um, let's look at a few things here. Uh, today, as I've already mentioned, uh, we're going to revisit this passage. Yesterday, we considered the words of the prophet delivered to Eli regarding his houseful, household. But as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, this passage has too much to cover in just one devotional. So today I want to look back at the prophetic significance of the prophet's words regarding the priests that God would appoint in Eli's place. In its historical context, speaking of uh, what I mean by that, is, is the words, the historical context of the words that were spoken to Eli by the man of God. The priest who replaced Eli was Samuel. And Samuel's pivotal role in the book of 1 Samuel is that. is is regarding how he will anoint David as king in the place of Saul. So if you're wondering what the book of 1 Samuel is all about, it's primarily focused on the legitimacy of David as God's anointed and appointed king. However, some aspects about uh, Samuel clue us in uh, more, uh, that there's more here than initially meets the eye. I've covered some of this earlier this week when I mentioned the use of language about Samuel growing in stature and favor with God and man. And as I noted previously, this language is similar to the language we see used to refer to Jesus in Luke 2.52, which says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and favor with God and man. Here in 1 Samuel 2.27-36, to we find language that highlights the nature of of Samuel's priesthood, which contrast with Eli's priesthood and the priesthood of his sons, Hophni and Phineas, Yet as we read Scripture as a collective whole, that is, as a canon, as a, as a received collection of uh, God's written word, we can also see this language in other places. For instance, as one scholar notes, we likely see an allusion to 1 Samuel 2, 35, in passages like Hebrews 3, one through. Five, which say things, uh, which says this. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him who appointed him, just as Moses was also faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory, as the builder of a house. Um, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were spoken before. In Hebrews 3, 1-5, through 5, the author addresses the superiority of Jesus to Moses. Yet, I think it's important for us to see that Samuel falls within this mosaic trajectory as a priest who would not be like his contemporaries. Thus, when we read 1 Samuel 2, 27-36, we should be mindful of how later fulfillment of the man of God's prophecy are fulfilled, not only through the kingship of Jesus, but also through the priesthood of Jesus. Uh, I just want to make a plug for a book here, a book by... Jim uh, Jim Hamilton as he goes by but uh, author name is James Hamilton his this excellent book called typology understanding the Bible's promised shaped patterns uh, and I have a link in this post that you can go and find that book and I would encourage you to buy it it's a tremendous book but Hamilton notes this connection between the earlier promise of Samuel's priesthood and Jesus' later fulfillment. You can see that specifically on pages 73 through 77. In this way, Samuel is a type of Christ, which means that there is both a historical significance to Samuel's fulfillment of the promise made to Eli in 1 Samuel 2, 27 through 36, but there's also an escalation of this fulfillment found in Jesus, the only true priest who is faithful over all of God's house. Now, why does this matter for us? If yesterday's devotional was a little unsettling or challenging to receive because of your failure and my failure, our failure, we must recognize that we have a faithful priest who represents us before the Lord. That is the Lord, Christ Jesus himself. Our failures to honor the Lord do not define our relationship with the Lord because Jesus is our mediator. That is, if you are in Christ, if you have put your trust in Christ... Jesus is the one who fulfills what Eli, his sons, and even Samuel are unable to fulfill due to their own sinfulness and failure. What should this do? It should fill us with hope and with peace. To know that Jesus is our high priest who mediates our relationship to God should assuage our fear and guilt before God. The Lord knows that we fail and will continue to fail in and of ourselves, yet he has, made, he has made provision in Christ. Thus, while the message of 1 Samuel 2, 27-36 certainly implies expectations of our honoring the Lord in the way that we parent, it also reminds us that we, like others, will fail and we need a better priest. We need a better priest even than Samuel. And Christ is the priest that we need. Christ is the priest that's provided. And so I encourage you to run to him this morning for the forgiveness that you sense that you need. Because you need it, and I need it. And provision for this forgiveness is available through Christ the high priest who is faithful over the house that he has built. To that end, would you pray with me this morning? Father, we thank you for the provision that we have in Christ Jesus. We thank you that we are no longer Lord, trusting in mere human priests that fail and have their own sins to repent of, but we trust in the one who is sinless, tempted in all ways yet without sin, Jesus Christ, our great high priest. Lord, I pray that this would bring us comfort today as we reflect upon him. Strengthen us accordingly. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Now a blessing, which comes from Hebrews 13. Now, may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you again for joining me on a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. Um, Please, uh, if you've not already done so, subscribe. Uh, to this free newsletter and then share it with others and get the word about God's word out and into the lives of more people with me. Till then, go in peace, have a great day, and I'll see you back here on Monday, Lord willing.